1: Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. I'm your host, Mike Luke, joined by Jason Shear, Jacob Franklin, playing very sick behind the scenes. But you know what? That's why Jacob is in the, the inner circle of PHNX. Get what I did there? The inner circle, the trio, Jason Shear, Look at you. That was very funny. I make myself laugh from time to time. All right, now we got a lot to get to this show. We're going to talk Arizona football finishes 11th in the rankings. Um, We're going to talk about filling the gaps for next year. We're going to talk a little bit about 24-25 Arizona football. And we're going to talk a little bit of uh, Big 12. But um, first, I want to talk about the game last night, even though it has nothing to do with Arizona. It amused me. Sheer, that was one of the worst quarterback-played championship games I've ever seen. Total crap across the board.
0: Yeah, I mean, you could say, like, I, and I get Michigan's defense is really good, but it's not like JJ McCarthy played well. He's you know, crazy. it was just the game overall was just boring. It was just a super boring game. And what
1: I got to get here's the thing McCarthy to me is like what every Alabama quarterback was for like 15 years under Nick Saban. Everybody is Greg McElroy or uh somebody like that where you're like, eh, you're not gonna really win anything with this guy um other than the fact that he's staying out of uh, staying out of trouble. I would never draft that guy with a t- with a high end pick. That guy's a stiff.
0: Yeah, I mean it, I, I wouldn't draft McCarthy with a high end pick, but he he did you know what his defense is really good and he doesn't make mistakes and that's how Michigan won all year. I mean all they right, did yeah. he was awesome. Now, you were telling me before, Sheer that you
1: didn't think that – you said do you really think that Arizona could have uh, beaten that Washington team against Texas. Sheer, do you think that Arizona could have beaten that Washington team we saw last night? Sure, but I think part of that was Michigan, don't you think? Yeah, but uh, let's be honest here. Penix, Penix was missing a lot. Now, there was a lot of cheating going on that we need to talk about. A lot of cheating.
0: I think Penix broke a rib, by the way. What's that? I see, I see, what, I see what B-Cat says. I agree – I thought Penix broke a rib early in that game. Uh, yes, I
1: I, I could see that. Um, but I will say this with uh, with Penix though. Um, what we saw there, Arizona could have beaten that team. He was missing wide open throws the entire time. He looked like poo.
0: What's crazy is you actually uh, you had a rare good point during the game. Very no, rare. No, JJ no. McCarthy would be the seventh best quarterback in the Pac-12. Now that's also credit to the Pac-12, but he would be. All right, so let's talk about it. You said fifth, and then you walked. I said fifth fifth at
1: absolute best. You can maybe make an argument. It's sixth at absolute best, correct? Yeah, I forgot about Shador. All right, so uh, Bo, I almost said Bo Penix. Um, Bo Nix is better than JJ McCarthy. Michael mm. Penix is better than JJ McCarthy. Caleb Williams is better than JJ McCarthy. Uh Noah Fafita is better than JJ McCarthy. Shadur Sanders is better than JJ McCarthy. Would you rather have Cam Ward or JJ McCarthy? Ward. Definitely Ward. So that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm looking That's what we're looking at right there. Um, but I will say uh um that was just a terror. That was a boring game. I was really hoping Washington would win. I like Washington fans by and large, and I think they're a good fan base, but the best team won. Michigan deserved to win the national championship.
0: Yeah, I'm not upset about it. I mean, right. I don't, I, didn't want, I wanted Washington to win, but Michigan is clearly the best team in the country this year. All right, now let's talk about Arizona because we have the
1: rankings that are coming out. The rankings have come out. Arizona is at 11. Shear actually thought that Oklahoma was above Arizona, and I had to tell him before the show, no, that's Ohio State, not Oklahoma, my friend overall I'm all right with 11 I was really hoping for 10 because there's just something cool about being in the top 10 uh it doesn't happen in Arizona but I'm fine with 11 I couldn't really look into any of those schools and get really worked up about it
0: I'm fine with 11 also but I gotta say man like I was bored I couldn't sleep last night and so I I started to do the the poll tracker and all that and like there's some people that just 100 should not have a vote all right let's talk like, about them Like there's a guy out of Boise who's got Kentucky ranked Kentucky seven and five. Well, they're in the SEC though, but he's got them ranked 22. They're they're ranked 33rd. He's got Toledo ranked. He's got uh, Arizona 16th. There's no rationale for having Arizona at 16 with Oklahoma 13 SMU 14 and Liberty 15. All right. Let's talk about that. You must not have watched Liberty play against
1: a real team. You must not have watched Smooth this year, or you must not have watched Arizona play Oklahoma, perhaps.
0: Yeah, I mean it's just it's it's wild. Like I was just going through some of them, and it's like, here's a good one. So there's a guy that voted Oregon State 15th and Arizona 16th. Uh, who is this? Was this the digital dam? Mike Niziolek from Bloomington, Indiana. Oregon State, 15th in the country. Maybe like four weeks, maybe like five weeks ago. It's just like, and I think part of it is, even with Oregon State doesn't make sense. Like, I think part of it is some writers took the bowls and said they were important, and some just said they're meaningless to me. Because there's multiple writers, like the last three, I'm looking at them while I'm talking to you, have Oklahoma 13 and Arizona 16. Like, there's a guy in San Diego, for instance. You're going to like this one, Mike. That has Arizona at 16, Oklahoma at 13, and still ranked Iowa in the top, like, 5th, 20. Iowa? Iowa didn't finish ranked, did they? uh,
1: I don't think so. All right. That also still, people say, Mike, are you going to apologize to the Big Ten? I will not apologize to the Big Ten because Iowa was in the Big Ten championship. No, they are. They did rank. They finished
0: 20th. How are they... how does Iowa finish ranked? I will give, I know you give, you give Lev crap on his rankings and stuff. And uh, he, he did not rank Iowa. So that one will credit him. All right. I'm going to give Lev credit on that one.
1: I don't like having LSU ahead of Arizona. Um, I don't like that. LSU to me is the fake good sec team.
0: Yeah. It's just like, it's some of it. Like there's a lot, there are multiple writers, that like had Oklahoma against an LSU. And it's like, I, I would make the argument because I was looking again, what, what did Ohio state do to be ranked ahead of Arizona? Nothing. That was going to be my one point. What did
1: Ohio state do to be ranked? And don't, and listen, I mean, you ran off Kyle McCord. I get it. But either way, if you're going to count the bowl game, um, they looked awful. I don't, the, I, the Ohio state one to me is rampant. Big 10 bias.
0: Forget forget the bull game, right? They lost to Michigan. That's fine. Their best win is Notre Dame and Penn State. That's it. That's the and only two ranked team. teams they beat. The only two teams they beat this season that were ranked at any point. And, and Penn State is fake good. They're another fake good team. Yeah, Penn State's not
1: good. Notre Dame's not good. Right. So uh, th- I'm I'm with you on that one. Ohio State has done nothing for or does nothing for me other than, I guess, that it's a, the Ohio State um, but, uh, yeah, I, d- I don't get any of that. I wish Arizona would have been at 10. I think that they are better than Ohio state. I think they should have been above Ohio state, but either way, 11, eleven's
0: not the uh, worst thing. All right. Now we're going to get into some Arizona football and Arizona news. I, get, first- I can, I can tell you one thing though, that'll piss you off. Your boy, Dave would have got a $25,000 bonus if Arizona finished 10th. Oh man. I got a message. Dave I got to hang out. <laughs> um, now, yeah, that, now yeah. you upset. <laughs> now, now
1: I'm not uh, now I'm not cool with this. Um yes, I'm not all right with that. Now, Dave, we need to get Dave all that money that we can get Dave. Um real quick and then we're going to get to Arizona Sports Promise. The cheating by Michigan last night was
0: insane. And it was never called. They held on every single play here. Yeah, I mean, insane. Like they the and what, what bothered me about the refs, is I always say, if you're going to be bad, be bad the whole game. Right. But they called they didn't call PI the whole game and then they called that lame holding penalty late in the game. That wasn't a holding penalty. That was like, not a
1: and it changed and again it changed the game. It changed the game. I mean right. Yeah, I didn't like that at all. All right. Let's get to some Arizona football because that's what people really care about. ESPN, I believe, has Arizona preseason number nine next year and they're way too early. Is this true, Jason Shear? Uh yeah, it is. I like it. I, that's about where I would put it. And if you're preseason number nine, that also means that you're generally a title contender. Would you agree with this? Jason? Sure.
0: Yeah. If you're preseason number nine ESPN, and I, I think their odds are 40 to one, which isn't bad. Right. Yeah. All right. We're going to get to that, but we got to talk about replacing
1: some key, uh, some key personnel here. Now there's not going to be a ton of stuff, news on the transfer portal until for a while now. So people asking about that, um, there's not going to be a ton going on. Um first, you got to figure out how to repl- we're going to uh, figure out how to replace Jordan Morgan. Jordan Morgan obviously is a, a massive deal. We expect him to go in the first round. This is correct, Jason Shear. Yes. All right. So again, you don't get really By the way, really cool. Two T-Lokes in back-to-back years going in the first round. Bijan Robinson and Jordan Morgan. It's pretty cool. Very cool. Nice development yeah. by the uh, staff Thank with Jordan know. Morgan. Uh, we, will, we will get to the development factor. Actually, let's get to the development factor now. So, this is a, the big part of this offensive line is going to come down to Deust. Um, we need the Deust boost. Um, you can bring him in from Northwestern, and like we talked about before, I still want to see it, but I'm also kind of on the same page where this coaching staff definitely has shown they know what they're doing. Um, because at the other positions, I'm cool with. Um, I think, I think that the offensive line got kind of a bum rap because you had one guy out there that shouldn't have been out there. And I don't think people were really in the right position. I think if you had put, uh, put big Jonah at left tackle in that game and put Leif inside, it probably would have been a different, uh, different ball game, but, um, at right tackle totally cool. Polito, the interior line, I think is fantastic with Moy Baker and uh, a It's going to come down deuced. We need the deuce
0: boost. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's just what it's good. It's. It's a lot of it is going to ride and, and look, Arizona could add another alignment in the portal. I don't think they will, um, unless there's some movement in the spring, but right now they're probably done on the O-line and yeah, it's going to come down to how good Alex Deist is. And, and I know you're a little skeptical about it and, and I completely get it. The coaching staff thinks this kid is going to be awesome. Right. Now, okay, let's uh, oh, I oh Brad Rich, the
1: great Brad Rich, great point right here Brad Rich. Let's pick up these Georgia, Alabama li- linemen in the portal, the big Bill Norton strategy. I like that. Any lineman from Alabama or Georgia that enters the portal, we welcome you with open arms.
0: So remember, now also Michigan and Washington players have 5 days to enter the portal. I'm curious what Mason Graham does. Mm-hmm. That's the one. I'm I'm very servite kid all that. Right. That's the one that makes the most sense. That does make all right. Let's talk a little bit about Mason Graham. What should we know about Mason Graham, Jason Shearer? Survey kid was on that team. Mm-hmm. Four star. That's the guy where everyone's watching him. If he right. enters the portal, Arizona's gonna be all over. Does him. Arizona have a chance with Silas Bolden? Yeah, absolutely. Right now it's probably Arizona and USA. Oh there. his mom, I believe, went to Washington. So they're in there as well, but Arizona has a chance with them. All right, yes. But does that mean that we
1: still have to play Montana Lamonius Craig then if uh, Silas Bolden comes back? Because that's still my key. I don't
0: want I don't want him on the field as much. I mean, Bolden's a slot guy. So unless Kevin Green's moving outside, Bolden is absolutely a slot guy. He's I know five. he is.
1: I know he is. I just don't love all right. Um, do we have betting odds on the Big 12? Great question, Jason Shear. Look this up. Not yet, not yet, Jake. Not yet, not yet, but we will get to those. Um now. Reduced, obviously, is a huge part. Let's talk about the development, though, of the offensive line. For the first time in many, many, uh, for the first time in many, many, uh, oh, man, Brad Rich. I will, uh, listen, I would. Gra- I will gladly apologize. Now, listen, we've talked about this before. Kylan Boswell is not part of the My Bad movement because I actually thought Kylan Boswell is good. If Montana Lamonius Craig catches for like 900 yards and like 13 touchdowns, that will 1,000% be the b- part of the My Bad movement I don't want that one to necessarily happen because that's a long hashtag. My bad Montana, Lamonious Craig each time. But, be my bad MLC. Yeah. MLC. But sure. You would also have to be part of that movement as well, though. Yeah. Yeah. Like you were with Gunner. Now you weren't part of the uh, Pella Larson, my bad movement, but you would have to be part of that movement though.
0: Yeah. I was, I found I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I'm laughing. Someone text me something. I, I I I'm number one for Pella. I'm Pella for life.
1: Maya mm-hmm. culpa Montana is good. All right, now let's talk about let's talk a little bit about uh, uh, the depth on the O line. Then we're going to get to some other positions we got to talk about. Um, the depth on the O line um, I think is about the best as we've seen here in quite a while because. We've already just talked about the starting uh, the starting five, starting five like your basketball. But behind them, you've got a lot of players that can play. Leif can play. We've seen Leif. Leif can play. Um, I, and then between Elijah Payne, Tylen Gonzalez, Rhino, you got a lot of dudes that got some real potential. You're not throwing guys that look like me and you out there anymore. Guys that can actually play. The depth on the old line is pretty solid. I look. You always say that. I could. I think I could be in an alignment. So Shear coming in at 5'9, what, 285?
0: Uh, no, not 285. What do you want? Uh, I <laughs> don't <laughs> know. Not 285. Nobody's listening. What do you what do you I'll want? I'm going to the doctor tomorrow. I'll let you know. All right. Um we'll break. I uh <laughs> Sheer's playing weight. What <laughs> about playing weight? Um, yeah, I mean there's there's depth on the line. Uh I'm I'm not as worried about the offensive line as I, I think other people are. I, I, I think that really Um, overall there's depth, there's guys developing. I I think they're gonna be fine. I realize Jordan Morgan is awesome. I don't read too much into that Oklahoma game because of what you said. I felt that it was kind of just pushed together in a couple weeks. These guys didn't work out a lot. Fish said they were moving dudes all over the place. So, you know. all right, now, uh, Angel C, how many first-round
1: picks for Arizona next year? Two? I think two. I think two's a very fair number. I think with uh, T-Mac and Jonas Sabanay, I think that's what you're looking at, Sheer.
0: Yeah, I would agree with
1: that. And I think I feel fairly comfortable they'll both be first-round picks, so there's that. All right, now we got to talk about Jacob Cowling. Um, Listen, if you get Silas Bolden, that's obviously a, a nice thing. Maybe not quite as good as uh, Jacob Cowling, but either way, Bolden's a bad Bolden's a bad dude. Um, you, and he could uh, he could one thousand uh, percent play. And maybe if he's not quite as good as Cowing, he's right in the discussion. That would be, that would be an equal, I think, an equal
0: opportunity trade, Jason Shearer. Bolden, yeah, yeah, Bolden's a stud. Yeah, and that, and I mean he, he's he's as good as any receiver that has come through the portal. Eight hundred pass, eight hundred receiving yards at Oregon State. I, I, he was. Probably go for a thousand at Arizona. That is a a nightmare for opposing defenses. Yes, and then can we get Malachi Riley on the outside then, as opposed to uh,
1: Montana? Yeah, man, you just hate Montana. I hope he doesn't watch this show. I know. I know, I know. I, I'm sure he's a fine individual. I just don't understand every single game towards the end. It just felt like uh, it just felt like Arizona was trying to force feed him the ball. He was out there the whole time, and he caught for like 200 yards. That's all I'm saying.
0: Isn't that the best when you start? Like, I'm sure he's a great kid. Yeah, but it's like no, a, I agree. I just want to more honestly. I just want to see more rotation at wide receiver
1: because you got it's studs. Are really you even our guy Tony Joe? I'm not Tony Jones. Um, <laughs> Tony AJ, Jones. AJ Jones. We've got there's talent here. Let's make it work. Let's make it work. Um, I just and besides T Mac, um, and Cowing, I just don't feel that anybody else on the roster is so good they just can't come off the field. I guess that's kind of where I'm. uh uh, where I'm at. Now, did Jacob Cowling do enough to get inducted into our Ring of Honor? Well, we better ask Marquis Flowers about that one first. Um, that was funny. That was funny, Jason. Sherry's sure, probably gonna come at me now. Um I got your back against him. Don't worry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but uh I don't know. That's a that's a good that's a good question. I mean Cowing, what kind of pro do we think is gonna be? Because I think he's gonna I think he's an underrated pro prospect. Um I think that I think if you get him in the fourth round, I think you're getting a steal.
0: I know for a fact, because I got it out of them, that the Giants came by twice just for counting. Right. That was their guy. They like counting a lot. I think fourth round is reasonable. Yeah. He's gonna I, run. I mean, he, I assume he runs, and he's going to run a fast 40.
1: Yeah. Honestly, I keep going back to this. Um, what about uh, – I think the Zay Flowers comparison isn't yeah. the worst comparison in the world, Sheer. It's not. It's not. You did a good job there. I, every and now and then, happen. whenever – Generally, I get beaten down by Shear, but every now and then there's a point where he just says, "You know what, Mike? That was actually a really good point you made. I think, I think, I think that was a good one." All right, Shear, have you ever had some burrows? Who? Some yes. Burroughs? That's, that's I'm having it right now.
0: Have you really? <laughs> I thought it was just in Phoenix. I don't know. All right. Well, oh, not, is that the? Yeah. No, no. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. All right. Let some burrows
1: cater your next meal, big or small order online or find one near you by visiting someburros.com. Jacob Franklin, not feeling well, a little under the weather. I can guarantee that Jacob Franklin is probably wishing that he could have some, some burrows. Is this true? Jacob Franklin, would you like to join real quick? Yeah, his voice is done. You guys got to hear how bad Jacob Franklin <laughs> sounds. This is terrible. Jacob Franklin. It doesn't join. Doesn't it, sound you. Like him. It, it doesn't sound Jacob Franklin. Will you join really quick? Just say hi to everyone. Just say hi. That's all. Jacob Franklin, you're making us all look bad. All right, fine, whatever. Uh, He doesn't want to join some boroughs. And let's see here. Oh, uh, BetMGM. All right. Sheer and I are generally dumb, but we've been telling you for a long time the Vegas is still behind Arizona, and I think they're going to be behind Arizona again next year's year. We're going to get into that in a minute. But first, uh, check out BetMGM Sportsbook app. Sign up for BetMGM. Use bonus code PHNX. Place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through BetMGM mobile app of at least $10. If that bet loses, your bonus bets will be available once your initial wager is settled. Check out the show notes for details. Let's hear Shane with the disclaimer. Problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call eight seven seven eight Hope and Y or text Hope and Y four six seven three six nine New York. Call one 5050 Massachusetts. Twenty one plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call one eight hundred Next Step Arizona. One eight hundred Bets Off Iowa. One for confidential help. Michigan. One eight hundred nine eight one zero zero two three Puerto Rico. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. All right now. Um, so anyways, uh, the receiver position, I feel fine about and Actually on the O line, I feel pretty good about it. Um, now, uh, Tanner McLaughlin, where do we think Tanner McLaughlin's going to get picked in the draft Sheer? And then we're going to talk about the replacements. Ooh, I don't know. I bet he I he's going to get picked sixth round. Yeah. We'll, let's go sixth round. Sixth round. All right. Now, the leaders in the clubhouse, everybody looks at Kian Burnett initially because, again, uh, mid-four-star kid from USC, physical specimen. I actually saw him pumping gas at a, uh, a rival gas station a while back. We'll put that one out there. But, Shira, you think somebody else is going to emerge at tight end. This is true.
0: No. I thought you were just saying the kid from Oregon. No, he's redshirting. No. Oh, man. yeah, 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 no. Doherty Thomas. So I think Dorian is- Thomas is going to be really good. What kid from Oregon are you talking about? Dorian Thomas is from Washington. I thought he was from that same place. Um, Charlie Crowell is from Oregon. He's redshirting. I think Dorian Thomas is going to emerge as a legit dude. Do you think he's going to start? Uh, no, I think Burnett will start. Okay, good, good, good. Well,
1: I have big expectations for Key, and I think that you got to remember. I keep telling people all this, all the time about Key. by the way, I had to tell the U of A SID person how to actually pronounce Key and Burnett's name. This is true, Sheer. You were
0: right there. That is true. I'm, I'm I'm breaking news right now, Mike. What are you breaking? What do you got? Talk to me. Yeah. So I kind of I kind of hinted at it yesterday on your show, but I I just got the go ahead. Some uh, people want portal news. Jackson Moy was indeed on campus this past Ooh. weekend.
1: Ooh.
0: Jackson Moy, not a relative of Wendell Moy. This is not true. Play. Very solid play. No, different spelling. Oceanside. There, uh, you know, there's other guys that they're involved with, but he's he's very solid. What do the people need to know about Jackson Moy? Uh, I just told them. All right, he's well, 6'2, 260. He uh was a three star coming out of high school, but had a very good offer list. He's a good player. I like him. Right. Okay. All right. Fair enough. All right. Now, he, but and Mugat- Do you want to like everything? Yeah. Just go ahead. Read everything. He's got Jacob Kungayka
1: numbers. So he was a- the leading, so he would be the leading interior pass rusher on the team.
0: Uh, he had more tackles. He has more tackles in his career, more pass deflections. He's good. Uh, He's good. He's good. He's six. That's when you know you're
1: losing a debate about a defensive tackle when you start talking about pass deflections as opposed to
0: sacks. Well, what's fumble recoveries? Those are just things you fall on. You don't cause them. Well, I mean, you know, I mean,
1: you don't oh, know no,
0: I got you there. What are fumble? Fumble recovery is the is one of the lamest stats out there. But if you're around the ball, you just fall on a ball. That's all you do. Can't you say that about an interception? Then it's just thrown to you. No, no, no. You got to work for an interception. For a fumble recovery, it could, you literally, like, Kageki didn't do anything in the Alamo Bowl. He picked up the ball when Isaiah Ward destroyed a guy. This is very good. By the way, this is catching on. Five of a kind media.
1: Is Jed Fisher, or Jed Fish, is Jed Fish a fisher of men from the JUCO ranks? Any JUCOs? JUCOs are going to be very, very... Uh, ju- Butler.
0: What's that? They got Butler.
1: I know. That was going to say, you got Bryce Butler, so, you know.
0: Do you think... Serious, serious question, because we're very good at this. We're very good. If you gave me 24 hours. Do you think I could convince people that Mike Vrabel is a defensive coordinator candidate at Arizona? Well, we do need to talk about misinformation you are spreading, though.
1: Mike, I could you, I could get Mike Vrabel done. Sure. Do you want to apologize now or later? No, the Partridge no. stuff, I'm still getting asked about
0: Partridge no. stuff. let be very clear me. what's going on. No, no. Okay, let's be very clear, and I'm going to post this as well. These are candidate profiles. This isn't a hot board. People want me to do a hot board, and I completely get it. The problem is that Jed Fish is making the hire in Jed Fish only. So on January 9th, two days after Nansen was made official, I'm going to be blunt. I don't know who the candidates are right now. I know that guys that are going to get floated in coaching circles and reach out to Jed, I know of two or three more guys. Jed could hang up the phone. Jed could talk to these guys and say, I'm not hiring you, but I'm going to talk to you. Like I guarantee you, Charlie Partridge and Jed have a conversation. Does it go further than that? Probably not. Well, right? I got a question. If your boss is going to
1: veto a decision, are you actually a candidate? Is that something that you should actually put on a, uh, but yeah. it's wildly irresponsible. You, you told me that Dave was going to
0: let, so now Dave is vetoing. I never said what? that. I was wow. just speculating. You I know, never you said, said that. that Dave is going to veto. I didn't say that. Event. If Jed went to Dave Yiki and said, "Dave, I think Charlie's the guy," what would Dave say? I have no
1: inside information <laughs> on this. You None. what's None. What? None whatsoever. But I do believe that they would probably say we need to go back to the drawing board. That's all. <laughs> That's
0: all. <laughs> I'm you just have no saying, inside I'm information. Like, I can, like, there's a guy that I'm going to, I'm going to write about tomorrow, right? uh, I'm saving Akina to later. Akina to me is going to be on the staff no matter what. I don't even know if I'm going to do one on him. He's going to be co-defensive coordinator, right? Let's just assume. You know what I mean? So they still got to bring in another coach. So there's a guy that, like, I'm going to write about tomorrow. Do I think he'll get the job? Probably not. But uh, he's getting a lot of mention in coaching circles. Who is it? Uh, it's the linebacker coach for Alabama. Oh, the, he- uh, the
1: Pauly. Yeah. Okay. By the way, Zona Tucson nine three, a name that has not been floated out there. <laughs> Clancy Pendergast for DC. Would you rather have Clancy Pendergast or, um, uh, uh, Alex Grinch?
0: Where is Pendergast right now? I don't know. I don't even think he's coaching. Is he? Yeah, no, he definitely was he at UCLA again. As a, he was, a, wasn't he at UCLA as an analyst this past year? Uh, yes. He's at UCLA as an analyst. Yeah. I don't want him anywhere near here. No. And I can guarantee you, Jed's not looking that type of direction. It's going to be okay. a guy that can recruit. So do you, all right, now we're going to get back to a player, a uh, uh, position
1: uh, uh, filling, but you do, uh, you do, you do admit that the
0: uh, Charlie Partridge drastic, very irresponsible. No, I think it's unlikely. It's not irresponsible. Irresponsible would be like if there was a coaching search and someone mentioned Ko as a candidate every single time. I Just mean, <laughs> that's that's irresponsible. Strong defensive, uh, strong defensive uh, principles involved. <laughs> familiar with the what U- is more likely? You convincing people Ko to join the basketball staff, or me convincing people that Mike Vrabel has the DC? Mike Fairbill is the DC because the KO thing has been out there so long now. I mean, Tommy feels that he needs to improve defensively and they need an intensity. They need an intensity level. Yes. Bringing KO in as an, as a assistant to the head coach. How about this? How about this? Associate head coach, head coach in waiting. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You imagine. All right. Now, uh, defensive side of the (laughs) defensive side, side of the football. All right. A couple of positions that we need to talk about here. Um, first of all, at uh, uh, the pass rusher, um, you're going to probably have to wait till the spring for the pass rusher. I would assume, but I am very, very bullish. I'm going to continue to push this. I'm very bullish on Deuce Davis and Isaiah Ward. I think both these guys are going to have around seven plus sacks next year. You think I'm wrong.
0: You think two defensive ends are going to have seven sacks? No. Wow. Isaiah had four this year. Deuce had two, uh, three and a half.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. What's wrong? KO teams, <laughs> psychologist.
0: That's very good. Um. But uh, what? what uh, do I, I actually, that's another one. Like if here's, here's what it comes down to. If you believe in the progression of this roster, then you believe that, that Russell Davis is going to take that next step. And he's going to be a guy that can now start. Mm-hmm. Right. You just do if you believe in the development of those. And, and there's, they, they still absolutely have to bring a guy in. And maybe Deuce Davis just plays more snaps uh, than last season, but doesn't necessarily start. I don't know, but they got to bring in a defensive lineman. I know that they're looking at bringing in visitors this weekend. I don't know who or what yet,
1: but. All right. So you think I'm wrong. You don't think that they, those two can combine for 14 sacks.
0: That's a lot, man. Two defensive ends for 14 sacks. In a conference that doesn't really pass that much, I don't know. I feel like we're just pretending like the Big Twelve is some awful football conference. No, it's not. We're going to stick up for the Big Twelve in a second. But the way everyone, you know what I mean, like the way everyone talks, like, "Well, Arizona's going to go twelve and zero." All crap. Man. I don't really see any team that's going to beat them, and the defensive line is going to total thirty sacks, and they had thirty sacks this year. The D line.
1: Or no, the defense, the defense as a whole, but half of that was from, from uh, Jacob Manu, who had, I believe, 19 sacks.
0: Dude, I'm looking at the uh the Titans coaching staff. Do you know that they have two guys that this is funny? They have an offensive assistant, Kylan Butler. Remember Kylan Butler? Oh, I do remember Kylan Butler. California kid. Yeah. Running back Taylor. Cal? Yeah, their tight ends coach is Tony Dews. Oh, wow. All right. Well, maybe
1: bring the whole band. All right. Tebow 49. Great question. Enjoying the show guys. Thanks. That makes one. A- All right. Now looks like U of a Utah TCU and tech and both Kansas schools fighting for the uh, big 12. Um, you're, I think you gotta, you gotta put Oklahoma
0: state in there. You put Oklahoma state, get rid of TCU and tech. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: Oklahoma state's a, a school to me, like with Mike, uh, with, uh, I almost said Mike van Gundy, um, with, uh, Mike Gundy, you're always going to probably be in the mix somewhere in that 15 to 20 range. And every like four or five years, you're going to have a really good team. You're going to have a really good team. Mike Gundy's a piece. Um, Now, uh, Warren Sunderland, Nansen poach,
0: any players? No, he's not taking any players. Okay. This is going to sound like sour grapes, but I'm going to do it anyway. And usually I do this a lot. You make fun of me. You'll always kick people. I think you're going to agree on this one. Johnny Nansen as a recruiter, was largely disappointing at Arizona. Like we need to stop pretending like every Polynesian player on the roster was because Johnny brought them in.
1: I don't understand this and it's driving me up a wall. I keep getting people that send him. Well, he recruited a Dory Jackson at uh, USC. Cool. USC recruits itself. Yes, you're exactly right. And keep in mind, the 2022 historic class, Johnny Nansen was not here for. None of those players are Johnny Nansen guys. So this whole thing about, you know, you're losing this
0: ace recruiter, who?
1: Who did he bring in?
0: And and look, and and again, most coordinators actually don't recruit. They don't have time. They don't have time to be dynamic recruiters. It's it's usually down to the position coaches. But the idea that Nansen, like I, I would challenge someone to tell me who Nansen brought in this year's class. You can't Jamari Phillips,
1: uh, uh, Jamari Phillips, uncle uh, uh, Jason was trying to tell me, well, you can't really replace, uh, you can't really replace, uh, you know, the recruiter that is uh, Johnny Nansen. And then I asked him, I was like, all right, just give me one, uh, give me one guy that he brought in and he couldn't bring in, he couldn't
0: name anybody. So again, he credited, we credit him this year. I credit with with three guys, right? Setho, Adua, and Bryce Butler. Right. Those were the only guys that mentioned Johnny Nansen as a recruiter to me. By the way, some Burroughs got a free read
1: in today. I was reading off the wrong thing. Sorry, Jacob Franklin. All right, now it's also time for the BetMGM parlay, Jason Shear. I am picking Arizona to win this week, and I am going to take the over on the BetMGM Sportsbook app of whatever they have for Arizona
0: with uh, wins next year. What say you? You don't even need a spread. Look at you. I don't need a spread. I'm Whatever the spread is, player. Arizona's covering against Washington State. I don't think it's going to be big. Ken uh, has. I, think has it's be, uh, I agree with you. I think it's going to be smaller. Um, Ken Palm has it as 11. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. Arizona wins by about 13. I'm going with the cover. That's fair. That's fair. You think Arizona's going to be nine wins in Vegas?
1: Yeah, no, Five I more. actually, I, I was wrong on that. I think there'll be eight, but I love the
0: over of eight, though. Yes, I would agree with that. I think there'll be like seven and a half, and I'll take over.
1: Now, listen here. It's going to be fun traveling into Big 12 country because guess what? There's a lot of Circle Ks in Big 12 country. Remember when we were under the impression there weren't Circle Ks in Michigan? And then uh, P Posh put out there there was like 9,000. All right, here's the deal. Join Inner Circle for free by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit CircleK.com for details. As always, you will thank me later. That's essentially where we're at. And let's see here. Illegal Pete's. Shear, have you been to Illegal Pete's? I actually have. All right. Now, now Shear's bulking a little bit right now, so that would probably be a good time to go to Illegal Pete's. This is correct. Sure. I'm bulking. Yes, our right. shears bulking right now. He's getting into his plane weight. Ringing the new year. Oh, this is not right. Um, actually, how I many long reads? Mike's having a rough day. Kick the Monday blues with $3 margaritas all day or ease your way back into the week with $2 tacos every Tuesday. Do you work in healthcare or education? Take your team to Illegal Pete's every Tuesday and enjoy. Buy one, get one free entrees. And don't forget to unwind after a long day at their uh, uh, happy hour, 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. Every day, Illegal Pete's your go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer. All right, now. Arizona needs to absolutely get another pass rusher. We do agree on this. I am curious about the linebacker uh, position. The secondary, though, we're set. Uh, I don't uh Arizona, I am more than okay. I would actually challenge if there's a better secondary in the country. That's for you, Gunnar Maldonado. Uh,
0: yeah, secondary, you're fine. Unless there's just like some some freak guy that wants to come to Arizona. You're good on you're good at the secondary. They absolutely need another linebacker, and not one that's developmental. They need a linebacker that could come in and basically play right away.
1: Right, yes. No, you're wrong about this, KW. We're very excited about the Big 12. We're very big Big 12 fans on this show because they have fans that actually care about sports. We're leaving a conference with fans that don't
0: care about sports. We're excited to go to the Big 12. I speak for you as well, Jason Shear. Yeah, I was actually discussing with Shelly the other day why the schedule hasn't come out yet because I want to book... My first, my big 12 away trip.
1: All right. Let's talk Arizona basketball now in the big 12. My friends, by the way, we got Matt Muehlbach, that loser coming on tomorrow. Um, (laughs) by the way, leader of men, Matt Muehlbach, um, the, uh, let's talk a little bit of 24, 25 Arizona in the big 12. All right. You got Jamari Phillips coming in. You got Carter Bryant. You got Steven. Um, Arizona's roster is still somewhat in flux because again, you've got, uh, you know, Caleb Love, Pella Larson, they can come back if they want. Nobody. Kn- I mean, I get it. I get it. Yeah, no, 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 Umar too. Umar too. Um, I do believe, all right, I'm going to say this out of Umar Ballo, leader of men, Caleb Love and Pella Larson. I'm going to
0: say one of those guys comes back. I think Umar would be the most likely, right? Yeah, Pella, but how like, old is Pella? Eventually you got to move on.
1: Well, right. Pella's gonna be 24 next season. Pella's very old. Um, uh, I would I would totally welcome Caleb Love back. Yeah, he's there's zero chance. <laughs> um, but it's gonna be interesting next year because Arizona, you could make the case Arizona's gonna have the deepest, most raw talent that it's had here since uh, the Tommy Gunn took over. Because yeah you're going to have Jamari Phillips five-star, by the way, you guys better not downgrade him. I know what you're up to and I don't like it. Sure. That's not me. Whatever. I have nothing to do with rankings unless they're good. Okay. Yes. All right. But Jamari Phillips, Carter Bryant, KJ Lewis, you talk about three studs. That is a nice little, uh, that's a nice little uh, Troika. And then at the point guard position, um, you got Jane Bradley, who you don't like. I like, Um, but uh and then, I mean, let's let's be honest here. Um, where's Kylan Boswell going?
0: Yeah, that's, I mean, that's really the big one, right? Like, is Kylan going to make a bad decision or is he going to come back?
1: Because I just don't see him. And again, he's playing much better. Again, to quote Nipsey Hussle, we hustle and motivate on this show. But I, again, I just can't see, I just can't see the market for him
0: right now. Maybe I'm wrong, but I can't see the market for him. No, you're right. But again, we said this before. You don't need to be ready to declare anymore. Yeah, but it's also yes. You don't have
1: to be ready. Like Dalen Terry wasn't ready, but Dalen Terry had immense upside. You could tell by look looking at. By the way, he got his first start the other day. Um, but you could tell by looking at his frame, his understanding that that was somebody possible. Well, you don't look at his frame and say that's somebody with immense upside either.
0: Yeah, but I'm just saying, there's it wouldn't be the first bad decision. All right, now. We are
1: not going to have any of this, KW. Big 12 country is ugly and boring and nothing to do. That is why the fans like sports. It's all they have. All right. First of all, this is a sports decision. Um, I am not going to Stillwater to go fishing. I am going there because I want to go watch basketball and football. Same with Lawrence, Kansas. It is a huge upgrade over the Pac-12. Get out of here with all that sno- those snobby remarks, Sheer. I speak for you as well.
0: It's real simple. Do you want to go see... Uh, a, a basketball game at Kansas, or do you want to go see a basketball game at what Oregon would be the equivalent?
1: It's the same, exactly the same thing. Guess what? I want to go somewhere where they care about sports period. So yeah. that doesn't, uh, that whole thing. And again, I'm not beating up on UKW, but a lot of people will say the same thing. I'm not going to Lawrence to like go out on a nightlife.
0: I mean, I'm going but there. I get it from a fan perspective, but like from a me and you perspective, we get in the night before, we go to a good local restaurant, we go to the game, we go to a good local bar, and then the next day you fly out. That's it. That's all we're doing. And by the way,
1: I would much rather go to a conference as well that has a a commissioner that knows what he's doing. Can you – Brett Yormark and George Kleofkoff? one of these is not like the other. This is correct? Correct. All right. So, either way. But no, Arizona in the Big 12 next year is going to be all kinds of interesting because – You've already got, you've got those three that we talked about. You got Krivis coming back. I personally, um, I personally, again, Umar Ball, leader of men. We always wish him the best. I would like to see Umar maybe move on because I think with Umar, you just, I know, but with Umar, I just think, you know what it is. And again, Umar is good, but Umar also has multiple severe limitations that I think at times do kind of rear their ugly heads part of the pun am i wrong yes if umar wants to come back you welcome him back with open arms well i'm not saying to push him out well then what are you saying i'm just saying that i think i would more interested by a year two crevas to be honest with you yeah why can't you have both because umar would start then and umar would still play 25 to 28 minutes a game yeah so oh gilbert arona um I met Tommy last night at union during his radio show. Really nice guy. Tommy is a great guy. We also got to give you, we also got to give Tommy this. Um, you can tell Tommy's getting very frustrated with Bruce. Um, <laughs> wow.
0: You're just adding everyone. Yeah. I'm throwing. Oh, but yes, no, you're right.
1: He is. And again, but you can also tell that, you know, that Tommy knows that Bruce is a good dude. So he's not, you can just, but you can just tell that there's moments where it's like, come on, man, what are we doing here? Um, we should get Bruce on next week. Year two, Carlos Martinez. It's not Carlos Martinez. It's Conrad Martinez. That's
0: something you would do. You'd be like, you would just go around telling everyone you love Carlos Martinez until you realize that it's not like Kermit Walton. Kermit Walton. Where is Kermit Walton playing? By the way, when before Shear fired me,
1: uh, I, he used to have me. Uh, uh, he used to have me uh, call recruits and. Maybe this is part of the reason I got fired, but I mis— but I mispronounced half or a misspelled. I called J or uh, Shane Noel, and I called him Jalen. I that didn't go over well. Um, then uh, uh, Kermit Walton, and I believe there was another one in there if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I'm sure there was. There was another one that was really bad, but either way, either way, I think Arizona is going. Listen, they're going to lose games next year, but I think they're going to equip themselves well in the Big Twelve, and I'm excited because I think this might be his most talented team next year as well, sure.
0: Yeah, that's my, my biggest worry is how fans will react, because Arizona's going to lose multiple games next year. Right. And they're just going to have to live with it. So <laughs> start that process now mentally, whatever you need to do. But they'll be fine. I mean, no matter who they lose, I you know, the portal makes everything easier. So I, I think it could be one of those teams that has some growing pains at first, but winds up being really good. All right. Now, uh, let's see here. Gila
1: River Resorts and Casinos. When was the last time you went to the Gila River Resorts and Casinos, Shir?
0: Very, very recently. I would assume. I would assume so as well. All right.
1: Now, here's a great thing about Gila River Resorts and casinos. You might find Jacob Franklin hobnobbing around there. Jacob Franklin, all six foot eight of them. You can't really miss him. You do you at Gila River Resorts and casinos. Visit play at Gila.com for more details. Again, they offer an authentic and immersive experience. There's nothing fake about the Gila River Resorts and casinos. We know exactly where they are. They got the cool little blue waves. I'm telling you, check it out. Um also no better time to become a PHNX diehard my friends access to discords chats jacob franklin cool shirts jacob pull that shirt up if you would if you're still listening this is a good shirt um all right this is yeah, these things are going like hot cakes even tony Jamino bought one of these and is They're- there is there anything sexier than tony Jamino walking around downtown tucson with one of these shirts here uh, without a shirt would be the only thing that's a good point, or this tatted on his chest, Tony Domino. <laughs> um, but all right, on that note, all right, Jacob, you can bring it off the screen now. All right, Shear, I got Mulebot coming on tomorrow. We got a real guest for the first time this week, but in the meantime, where can they find Jason Shear causing all kinds of uh, issues?
0: Uh, at Jason Shear on Twitter, wildcatauthority.com, and the Wildcat Scoop Podcast with my wife, Shelby.
1: This is a great question on a, to close this one out with Gilbert Arona. Do you think Gilbert Arena's son, this is gonna be a this is not a this is not a foregone conclusion commitment. This is gonna be one that's gonna be played out because this kid's good.
0: Yeah, it's gonna play out. It's it's too early for me to be able to give you a good answer on that one. All right. On that note, we did we did great work
1: today. Um, and again, there will be no Big Twelve slander on this show. We are very happy to be joining the Big Twelve. No more of that. We only have good things to say about our future conference mates. But on that note, um, for Jason Shear, I am Mike Luke Abraham Mendoza. You you uh, crap on me as an official all the time. I am not interested in your collab. Well, actually, maybe I'm. Anyways, on that <laughs> note, you've been listening to the Easy Wildcats podcast.